Yo, remember yeah. back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like Yo, yo, my men and my women, don't forget about the thing. This is not the most the king, yo. It's about a thing, Welcome back to the Sports Show Podcast with Adiyemi Salsina. It's good to be back to you talking to you on this podcast and on this Sunday afternoon. We have a wonderful podcast to bring to you today. I had a chance last week to speak to the wonderful Hamia Rain, who is a man of many hats, and he is a senior at DePaul University. This week, we had a great chance to talk about all things sports, his life, and how he got into doing play-by-play, PA announcing, and broadcasting. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Here is the podcast. We're back on the Sports and Chill podcast, and I'm honored and finally able to be joined by Hami Arain. He is a host on Radio DePaul Sports. He hosts the show Running Gun, Good Vibes. He's also a PA announcer, play-by-play guy, he's a broadcaster, and he writes for Hollywood Features with Adam Shalafu also. Yep. Yeah. What else and, you do, uh, man? What else you do? Uh, or what else do you do? Well, I, I drive for Lyft, which is pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I, I am a student, a fifth-year undergraduate student at DePaul University, as you know. I'm uh, 23 next month. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Lyft driving, man. Pretty cool. Being a student at DePaul, it's okay. I'm like the oldest guy in all my classes now. Really? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting, though, seeing, like, all these young perspectives. Yeah, uh, Good Vibes is on the main station. Yeah. And Running Guns at the sports station. Well, first of all, let's backtrack. How'd you get the name Hami? Because you just told me before the interview that your name isn't really Hami. Who, ca- who gave you that nickname? Uh, yeah, my older brother. He gave me that name, um, I guess, when I was a baby. I, I don't, obviously, I don't know the situation. Yes. Yeah. I, I was one or two years old. Um, but yeah, I mean, like he kept calling me Hami, and people were like, "No, it's it's actually Saham, a rain." And I'm, you know, my brother, thankfully, went with <laughs> Hami because now it just sort of rolls off the tongue for people. Simple to the point. Yeah. And you got how did you get Yemi? Because people didn't want to say my full name, and no That's one ever. So lame. My, no, but my parents gave me Yemi because like it's it's kind of derived from my mom's full name. I, she okay. named me after her, nice. so for short people would just call me like part of her name so that's how I got my name how do you feel about that that like your mother's name is just ingrained into you you know what it's a good feeling because I'm a mama's boy so it's, okay. it's a real good feeling yeah. yeah like I don't feel some type of way I like it I don't know it's just special I like it I like when people call me yummy too so when people call me by my full name it's like like bro like super formal <laughs> don't be super formal because I'm not the you're same. in trouble I'm not yeah I'm not the I'm not the most formal guy so I like when people call me yummy uh, although, like, one of my professors, Rick Brown, you know him. Oh, I love Rick. Paul. Super strict guy, but he, I love him to death. Oh, he's like, so childish. You got to start using your first full, your full name. And, then, and I said, okay, okay, Rick, I'll start saying my full name. On, uh, what if someone called you just Adi? A-D-E. Nah, I'm, I'm not cool with that. See, yeah. That's what I don't like. I like I like either call me Yemi or call me by my full name. But don't call me the, the prefix is like, nah, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah that's weird. That's neither here nor so, Hami, how did you get into broadcasting? Your voice is heard everywhere. I even got a chance to do a game with you last yeah. quarter, which was so cool. It was awesome. And Great game. Yeah, it was an awesome it game. It came down to like the last shot, if I remember. Yeah. Like they missed it at the buzzer. That was, a, that was a good game. Yeah, yeah, it was. How did you get into that, man? Like, how did you want to be a PA or play-by-play broadcaster or everything? Well, uh, for, 
but it seems like the start was for a lot of people. It's true for a lot of people. I started last year, not, or my last year of high school. Um, my sociology professor was like, hey, does anyone want to call this a football game? And like, at first, no one said anything. That was at NIU? So, no, no, this was in high school. This was in high school. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Western Burbs. And, um, you know, no one said anything. And then the next day, he's like, oh, well, it's still on the table if anyone wants to call this playoff <laughs> game. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll give it a try. I, I always like doing play-by-play stuff. You know, sometimes I'll be at home, I'll just be like, just bullshitting, just yeah. being going like, yeah, well, now here comes John Danks pitching for the White Sox. <laughs> he has a 7.05 ERA. He really sucks, you know? Um, but like, you know, I just kind of BS like that. But uh, my senior year of high school, I did like my first game was a football game. And when we did it, I would meet this other, this other kid named Chris. We basically, we were both the play-by-play announcer. So we didn't talk before about like, who's going to do the color, who's going to do the play-by-play. We just both went at it. And so we'd always interrupt over each other. Terrible, terrible broadcast. But uh, <laughs> you know, that, that's how you learn, man. Yeah, that's how you learn, um, yeah. So, you know, my senior, uh, senior of high school, after the football stuff, I was like, all right, well, I like doing this. I got like a headset, and this is like, we're doing, we're like televising it in a way. Like, it's, it's an internet broadcast. Okay, you yeah, know? webcast, okay. Yeah, it's a webcast. So like, we'd be showing these games, someone would do with a camera, would hook the headsets to the camera, stuff like that, and like this board. Uh, so it was awesome. It was like really high tech, and you know, for high schoolers especially. And I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Um, so I, I was just like, I gotta, I gotta do every basketball game now because I love basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty much did like most of the games. I, I was very selfish with that, you know, making sure I did basketball because it was my last year, you know. Baseball, obviously, and like other sports like soccer or whatever. And it was just, it was a great time, man. You so, did all that in high school. Yeah, okay. all my my senior year of high school. So you went to NIU, right? You went to NIU oh, first. Yeah. I'm wearing my NIU shirt yeah. right now. I will always rep Northern Illinois, even though I hate DeKalb. Yeah, DeKalb sucks. I man. heard like it's just corn. I went to U of I for my undergrad, and it's like all corn there too. There's besides like the party city. There's party yeah. city, like actually like a party city. Not the store. It's like <laughs> if you get out of there, like you just realize Champaign, Illinois, is all cornfields and, and agriculture. But how was the cow, man? What was that like? Your experience there? It is. It's like the Anaheim of Illinois. Really? You know, you know Anaheim. It's just when I, I went to Anaheim like last year, uh, last 2016. It is the most lifeless place in California. Okay. It's just like it's just, <laughs> it's just a bunch of old people, by the way. Um, but the cow, man, it's like it's kind of like that. And it's really segregated, especially at Northern Illinois. Like, basically, it was like all the minorities in my dorm, basically. And I don't even know if that was like meant to be like that. It just so happened. It just so happened like that. Yeah, just like just like Chicago. Like, it just so happened to look like that. Just so happened to be this segregated. Mm. Um, But like, a lot of old people, a lot of racism over there, um, and a lot of corn. They love their corn. (laughs) Uh, They love their football. And like they're pretty good in football. They're, they're, they're doing well. Arguably the best football in the in the state. MAC. In, in the MAC oh, slash in the state. state besides oh, Northwestern. So. Oh, Northwest. Screw it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean Northern Illinois. I went there as a history major, okay. minoring journalism, and then halfway after my first like history class, I got like a D on my papers. I was like, this isn't for me. History. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like how. How, how did I end up in history, you know? Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know what, maybe I should just stick to journalism and, you know, just see what happens from there. And uh, my first couple weeks there, I was just like, I, I don't know if I can do the whole four years here. 
it just sucks so much. Really? And the nice thing was that like my dorm was right across like the gym, which was like a nice like stress reliever. Uh, all I'd do there was just like just shoot around at the gym. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I mean, or I, I, and, like I, I was really, you know, it was just me and my cousin. So he was the only person I knew there. He was pretty much the only person I talked to the whole time. Oh, that's and we roomed oh together, and it sucked because we were rooming together. I knew so much about him. Oh man, mm -hmm. like I did it all alone, man. I, I was I was just I was alone the whole time. When did you decide like, yo, I gotta get out of NIU? Or when did you make that move? Uh, right after, man. Like right after my freshman year, 2013-14. So I went to uh, my grades sucked too. Mm -hmm. Like my grades in high school were really bad. Okay. Like. Northern Illinois and like Western Michigan, Indiana State, and uh, what was it? Uh, Columbia College. So those were the four right schools. Right here in the city. Yeah, yeah, right here, uh, just down the street. Um, and by the way, we're, we're recording this at the DePaul Center in the yeah, basement. DePaul so Center is really basement. awkward. <laughs> Shout out to DePaul Center though. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, those were like the four schools that really took me. And I was just like, well, I guess I'll do Northern. You know, I, I I've heard Columbia's okay, but. I don't know if I want to go to Columbia, uh, you know, and I'm also going into history, apparently, you know, so I'm, I went to Northern, uh, <laughs> and apparently, like, Northern has a decent, like, education program, and, like, you know, but a lot of people there are mostly into, like, elementary education, or, like, nursing, something like that, um, or business, you know, people always get business anywhere, you know? yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I went to community college after my Northern Illinois experience, and, um, Went there for about a semester. College of DuPage was just there for a semester. I was just like, I'm going to do this, get my grades together. Mm -hmm. I'm going to move to DePaul. And that's what happened. Perfect. So when you got to DePaul, uh, what did you want to do? You're like, okay, I got to do sports journalism. Did you know that was like, yo, I'm, yeah. that's it? I'm doing it? Well, like, even like at Northern Illinois, they have like the student-run newscast like we do here at DePaul. Okay. Good day, DePaul. So they're, they're always looking for people to help. And I was like, you know what? This, this is perfect for me. I can totally help out with these guys. I did camera and stuff like that. I would, sometimes I'd do assistant directing, which is just like lining up the next package or whatever. And it wasn't like Good Day to Paul. Like, it's like, it's live. So like, you couldn't screw you up. Couldn't screw up. Oh my gosh. And like also, I was the only camera guy out of three cameras on the floor. And I always had to move around and move the cameras and stuff like that. Oh, we're going to weather next. I got to move the camera. I got to, uh, we're doing uh Someone's doing an interview. I got to zoom out a little bit. I got to go to all these different cameras, um, but you know, I learned a lot over there about like, TV news and stuff like that. And that's really what drew, what drew me in. Um, but at DePaul, and oh yeah, and also I asked like the supervisor at the at the TV thing at Northern Illinois. I was like, hey, you guys have a radio thing? And they're like, yeah, we used to, but people would always play the same songs and have the same kind of shows. So no, we don't have a TV uh, radio program anymore. So I was like, yeah, I kind of want to do radio. So I went to DePaul. Uh, I applied to radio. That's like my first thing. And um, yeah, I think I I, applied, I got to DePaul in January 2015. So winter quarter, middle of the school year. I wouldn't recommend it because it's because like I just I couldn't feel more alone too. Yeah, you know, yeah. like everyone seems like they're making friends and everything. I'm just like I'm just some dude who just trans. This is my second this day. Guy? You know? Can't sit with us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's a mean girl's moment. Um, so uh, I got there. I applied to the Raider DePaul. Yeah. I put in like all all this information. I really put my heart into that application because I was like, I, I want to get into radio. So um, I got in. I got that uh, you know email back from Eli Hershkovich, my man. 
Um, I think you, you probably know him too. I've never formally never met, met him. Never formally yeah. met Eli, but I know, bro, he's a hard worker. Oh, yeah. And is. I know he's right now, he's a 6 7 eight. He's so true and stuff. So I think he's a part time producer there. Yeah. But I know he's, he's on his way at them. Yeah, yeah. He's, shout out to Eli. Yeah, shout out to Eli. He's doing very well now. Um, I haven't seen him in like a year, so. Uh, but um, when I got here, you know, he did the little interview thing. Did, like we did like a little sample show for like five minutes. Like, yeah, I guess I guess you're good enough. Um, so he paired me up with this random guy. We did this show called Naismith News. It was a basketball show, all NBA, and uh, you know, that's kind of like that's kind of my niche, the NBA. Um, and uh, it was pretty cool. And like the radio station still continues to be kind of like a second home to me because you know it's kind of where I made my social circle and you know kind of it saved my social life. You know. All right, we're talking to Hamia Ring. Radio to Paul Sports. This is an ad time. Our, no, no ad time. This is this is just people got to know. This is you. Man. This is Javier Rain. <laughs> Radio to Paul Sports. Hardwood features. PA announcer. Play by play guy. Man of many hats. Uh, was talking to me on the Sports Show podcast. That wasn't an ad time. That was just man. I have to make sure people know who you I guess, are. Hey, man, I, I do listen to this podcast. I've listened to uh, maybe two three weeks now. But yeah. I actually, whenever I play like two K or something. I'm always putting on the podcast. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm like, I mean, not necessarily this one, but like, <laughs> when I'm playing any any video game, I'm putting on a podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I have listened to a lot of your stuff. I listened to the one with Brendan and Gabe. Oh, yeah. I listened to the one, like, even a couple last year, when you were like, where's Jamal? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I listened to that. Oh, uh, you got some good stuff, man. But I do got to say, I disagree with your take on the Chicago Bulls last what, season. What what did I say that? You said that Rondo was you implied that he was soft with that social media. Oh thing. my god, that was so soft. Yeah. That was yeah. the softest that, that thing. Was, but like you know what else is soft? Going to the media right after a game telling these young guys can't play. These young guys are garbage. You know, that's what that's a Wade and Butler did. I mean like That's like, soft too. That's soft. I yeah. think that was that's real soft. Yeah. I think that was I mean obviously with Rondo, he was that was the pettiest move ever. But you know with Wade and Butler, I mean it's not like they're like the, the bastion of great leaders, you know, but at least they didn't show it. They, it was just the wrong combination for those oh, yeah. type of guys. They all, everyone had their own ego. Rondo's like, this is me. I want the ball. I want to do what I, what I want with it. I want to facilitate. Jimmy's like, bro, this is my team now. I'm the guy. And Dwayne Wade's like, I'm the leader. I'm the old guy. I and have yeah, all I'm, the knowledge. I got the rings, you know. And let me teach you what to do. But it's even more pettier now because... We see Nico Heritage and Bobby oh Portis. Dude, I the thing that worries me is that people have been saying this has been going on for a couple of years now. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm like, people, because people were talking about the last couple of years, there's like this uh, divide in the locker room. I didn't think it was those two guys. It would have. It surprised me. It surprised yeah. me. And, and like, hearing that Bobby Portis tried to get away, like, I heard he tried to get away from Nico to the point where, like, Nico just did leave him alone, and he had to do what he had to do, oh. and you know, tell him night night. You know, oh, but man. the crazy part is, like, Nico gets knocked out, whatever, gets punched, gets beat up in front of his teammates, and now he wants a, a trade after he wants Bobby to get out of there. And I kind of don't see it happening. What do you think? You don't think Portis is gonna leave? I don't think Portis can leave. They suspended him for whatever, how many games they wanted to. Yeah, eight, eight games. games. Yeah, I think he's coming next game actually. Yeah. And uh, I don't think that they're going to get rid of Bobby. I think I think they Nico's I think Nico's contract is tradable. I'm not sure of the details of the numbers, but I think he's a nice shooter. I think they, they found Laurie Markkinen who who, he's good. who who replaces I like him a lot. Who replaces Nico and he's cheaper. So 
Nico, it might have been the wrong move, bro. You might but just like, want to come back. Look at it from this way. Like, the yeah. dude who punches the punches this other guy in the face, the dude older than him, he's a couple years into the league, he, he's he's kind of getting rewarded here. But, I, but who who do you think has better rapport with the, the team? Do you think Nico or do you oh, think Bobby? That's that's a tough question. I actually have no idea. Exactly. Um it's you know? it's that it's that that's a question that needs to be answered. But what I think is going to happen, I actually think the Bulls are going to trade Bobby Portis, and just to play it safe, yeah, just yeah. kind of just for the PR thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see them moving away from Nico. I could see them cutting both. Yeah, you know. I mean, if you really want to tank, just cut both. Cut you both. Know? Yeah, cut both. Get young. Nico. Nico has a tradable contract. I can't remember the exact number, but I know it was tradable because yeah. he signed it really late, a couple weeks before the yeah. season started. And Bobby, he's, he should be in the last year of his rookie rookie deal. What if the Bulls made a trade with like the Rockets with Mirotic and you know Mirotic goes to the Rockets, which would be a great situation mm-hmm. for him. Maybe the Bulls get back some like some no name like Ryan Anderson or something because he, no, he has a big contract. Mean, Ryan and I don't know if they want to get rid of Ryan Anderson. He is a he's, money guy yeah, at the three point line. He's one. He's also making a lot of money for yeah, that he team. Is, like, he does. He, but Nico would be a perfect fit on the Rockets. Yeah. I mean, the, the ideal situation is having Ryan Anderson and Nico on the team. You're right. Man, we could talk basketball all day. (laughs) Time for a quick break. Once again, we just want to tell you all, thank you all for listening and continue to support this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate all the feedback we've been getting. It's continuing to help this podcast increase its listener experience. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and review. And follow us on Twitter at underscore sports and chill. You will never miss another podcast and you'll know which guests are going to be on each and upcoming show. So once again, we appreciate it. Back to the podcast. How did you start the show? Good vibes. Cause I've heard it a few times and it's super funny. Super laid back. I want to be on the show, by the oh, way. Course, We've been yeah. trying to get that to happen, but yeah, we'll, schedules we'll haven't make worked it out. We'll do that. How did you come up with the concept for Run and Gun, Run and Gun and Good Vibes? What, what was that like? Uh, well, Run and Gun, last, I started that last school year, and I was just like, I want to do a basketball show by myself, and so I hosted it alone. And um, I just had guests, whoever, on, whoever was on every week. I think you were a guest one day, the day after the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Eventually, though, like I think Evan, he, Evan Rogerson emailed me and said, hey, we have this other guy who wants to do an NBA show. He wants to join your show. His name is Abbas Dahadwala, this uh, Indian guy. You know, I'm a Pakistani. He's an Indian. So, you know, a lot of tensions are flaring every week. Uh, but my ancestors would not be happy. Yeah. His would be like, eh, you know, it's fine. But my, mine would just hold grudges. Uh, but, um, you know, that, that's just that's the basic basketball show. Good vibes. I started, this is my, I think, my third year doing it. 2015 September um, and uh, honestly man like, I just want to do like just your regular old talk show and uh, eventually though it just turned into like kind of a sketch comedy yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you mix in these like weird sounds sometimes it's like an audience yeah, yeah I a studio audience all the time studio, yeah, audience studio audience is always there is, is always it's funny. a late night show and you give at five o'clock these little clips that you cut and they just they're just so funny um yeah i, I mean remember like, i had that whole thing on julio jones that was awesome it's a real thing microchip that was funny that was it was right after the super bowl right that was like was i made it? it on the day of like, yeah. the day before yeah and like i did it again the day after you gotta be on this show too. <laughs> yeah dude you do when is, when, when's the next one when uh, it's wednesday 6 to 7 p.m central standard time Okay, yeah, I'm usually running on Easter time, so I should... Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm usually in Pacific. <laughs> okay, awesome. 
don't know. But where, where do you see yourself? Like, where would you want? Well, the perfect ideal situation. Ten years from now, Hami Rain. He is the Chicago Bulls play-by-play, taking over Neil Funk, who's in his dead body. What about <laughs> radio or TV? Oh, because um, you gotta take out Chuck, man, if you, if you want to go yeah, radio. That's true. Well, I think Chuck is gonna go to TV after okay. Neil Funk retires. Okay. But I would like to take TV. <laughs> um, I don't. I mean, like honestly, man, like just. When I get the first job, whether it's like in a local news station or some producing thing, if I have some sort of direction, that just tells me that, you know, I've made it kind of chill for a year or two and, you know, just move on from there. But one of the most likely scenarios is either going to some TV or radio station, doing newscasting, or doing play-by-play for high school games or whatever, some small colleges. So, you know, like working with some company that does that. This whole, like, profession, man, it's competitive as hell, as you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a grind, dude. It's a grind that'll have you reconsidering every move you make. <laughs> You're like, is this worth it? Is this paid internship yeah. worth it? Can yeah. I just get a job? Can I just be a lawyer? That's what I try to do for this. I try to be, can you believe that? Like, I try to be a lawyer. Can I, can I, I repeal Tom Brady's suspension? <laughs> oh my gosh. It, and the collusion with Kaepernick, that's just going on right now. Dude, this is why I stopped watching NFL. Bro, Jerry Jones apparently, and, and uh, I don't know, Jerry, Jerry Jones. The Texans do. Tex- the Texas guys. And, the uh, Texas bros. Goodell, they had their cell phones, like, records taken. Oh, really? And they have, they're going to be dis- the, uh, deposed this week. So there's going to be a oh, deposition wow. on all those guys. So it's going to be some interesting, spicy things that are going to come out this week. I can't wait for that. All right, I can't leave you without talking really quick about the NBA. As well, man, we're talking to Hami Arane. He is the guy with many hats, as you as you know. He's radio lift driver. Lift driver. I keep forgetting to mention that. He's a lift driver. He's radio to pause sports guy with running gun. Does play by play. He's a PA announcer. Writes for the Hardwood Features. Who who got started by Adam Shalafu, another one of our friends. And Javier Barrera. And yeah. Javier Barrera, who's another cool guy. I met him last year. It's been a crazy season. But what do you think of the season so far? It's only we're only about ten games into it. Yeah, I've actually watched more preseason games than regular season games. Really? Yeah, I haven't. I just haven't had much time to watch in the last two weeks. Okay. But I have watched like I watched a little bit of the Lakers and the Blazers. That was a good game. Lakers are my favorite team. And why? They, they why break, are you Lakers? They aren't, break you from, aren't you from? Aren't you from? Okay. So let me let me break this down to people because they say you're a bandwagon fan. Okay, I was like the early bandwagon fan because Shaq I was. Shaq and Kobe. But I was like five years old. Like, yeah, I didn't know what yeah. bandwagon was, and there was no Michael Jordan for me to watch. Like. That was like 19, it was like 2000 when I became a NBA yeah. and Michael Jordan wasn't like the guy. Like I knew him from Space yeah, he, Jam. Yeah, oh my God, I, like, I watched Space Jam all the time, but like I was never like, okay, Michael Jordan. No, I like grew up watching Kobe and Chad. Those On NBA guys. and NBC? Yes. NBC, they they always be, and they always have the headline games against the Knicks. Blazers, Blazers were good. The Nets were pretty good then. Nets were good. They had Jason Kidd, right? Uh, Who else? There are other teams. I think Mavericks had like Spurs. Spurs were always good. But yeah, that's how I grew up being a Lakers fan. So like now, as Kobe's left and it's a new regime with Lonzo Ball, who I'm not, I I really wasn't high on him. Um, I just thought it was a whole bunch of just talking that was going on until Magic Johnson came to him, and we're seeing now that he's really not the guy. Who we should pick. I mean, do you like Lonzo more or Kuzma? Kuzma's I love great. Kuzma. 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 Yeah, he's, it's not him. Lonzo, it's, it's Kuzma. People, I don't care if people hate me or not, but Kuzma should have been the NBA Summer League MVP. Uh, he 
should have got it. I think they gave it to Lonzo. Probably. And they should. Every game he had made, he led the team in scoring. Yeah. He might have led the whole summer league in scoring. I mean, Lonzo had a great summer league. He did. He did. But, yeah, yeah, Kuzma really. Kuzma was balling. Oh, yeah. And if you looked at the, if you watched it during that Portland Trailblazers Lakers game, he died. He wasn't afraid of the whole Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. He he took the last shot too. So you see yeah, who's gonna be who's gonna be the guy in the future. He took the last shot. It was online, but it just was a little short. Oh, man, that but, was so close. Oh my goodness, my heart. And that was 0. 0.7 seconds. 0. 0.7 seconds. That's ridiculous. But yeah, man. I mean, like when I was growing up, man, I, I hated the Lakers. I was mm-hmm. with the Kings. Okay. In that O2 series. Okay, Lottie. And uh, yeah, and, like <laughs> one of my earliest memories, man, was when Horry made that shot. Robert Horry made that game four shot. And, uh, Make you feel even worse. That's the background of my laptop before we make it. Oh, so really? Yes, it is. I mean, well, I mean, it was such a such a crazy moment because, like, I think if the Kings, if he didn't make that shot, it would be three one Kings. Uh, and I still think they should be in the finals, man. It's Kings and Nets, even though it's a pretty boring, boring markets. It's uh, you know, it should have been, should have been the Kings and Nets. What it was? Oh, and, uh, and a legacy. And the Kings, they like, miss all their free throws, like, in Game 7. Well, that was so. just a weird time. Yeah. Um, that Lottie, was... Yeah. Uh, yeah. No sweat. They had Christie. Oh, uh, yeah, Doug Christie, Mike Bibby, Pedro Stoyakovich off the bench. They had so many great guys. And Tito Turkle. Yeah. They had, like, the greatest guys who were just slept on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had some good guys. Like, just, I don't know. The Lakers were just too strong of a team in the Western Conference. Yeah. And the Spurs to just get over that hump. But it's okay. Uh, you know, I mean, like, everyone, like, what's your opinion on the Warriors? I don't really like the Warriors, but, I mean, they're, they're the most talented team in the league. I think they're going to win again this year. Yeah. But I just don't like them. They could have their worst game. Like, they were down. And they'll win by 10. Yeah. They were down to the Spurs by 18 or 19 points yeah. in the game on Thursday, and they ended up beating them by, like, 21. Like, yep. Like, it's not I, fair. Honestly, man, <laughs> it's like, not fair. Only because the Bulls are so bad, I love watching the Warriors, man. Mm-hmm. Love watching them run. Is this I an do. unpopular opinion? No, no, no not at all. No, it's a popular opinion. I love watching them play basketball. It's fun. They're unselfish, and they just they just dominate. They just dominate. I think I I think they should be like they're going to end up as the most likable super team of all time. They will be they because will be. just like just the players, the characters on they that team. Be. You know, the Clay Thompson, if he stays, man, like, they, they, they would probably have a whole decade of, like, you know, they could have a whole decade of dominance. And it could be something like a Jordan Bulls thing. So they, they won the championship, in your opinion? What? They won the NBA championship. Oh, yeah, totally, opinion? yeah. Um, maybe maybe it goes from five to six games this time, whatever. With the Cavs? Yeah, but I think they still the Cavs The Cavs don't look that good to start, yeah, but I, I think they're going to turn it up in the playoffs, as they always do. All right. Mohami, man, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Of course, man. I appreciate it. Man of many hats. Interesting guy. Uh, He's on his way. And, uh, man, we got to get us together on the good vibes. Of course, I want to laugh on the show, and I want to be a guest. because You're putting a lot of pressure on the show. It's not special. No, it's not. (laughs) No, no. I really want to be on the show. Of course, yeah. just have to be We'll make it happen. We got to make it happen. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on this podcast. I I'll continue to listen even after this episode. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> Thanks again to Hami Rain of Hardwood Features, Radio DePaul Sports, Man of Many Hats, Lyft Driver. He does it all. Great friend of mine. And don't forget to check out his show, Good Vibes, 630 each Wednesday on RadioDePaul.com. And 
be sure to check out his PA announcing and play-by-play on RadioDePaulSports.com whenever you get a chance. It was a great podcast. I enjoyed it. Thank you all for listening. I really, really, really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. You guys have been just getting me through all these episodes. I love everyone who continues to listen and says, man, I listen to it while I'm while I'm driving, while I'm working out in the gym, while I'm watching and doing laundry, everything. It's just so humbling and, and great to hear. So continue to listen. Tell me what you guys like to hear. Subscribe on our Twitter at underscore sports and chill. You can subscribe to me too on Twitter. Follow me at just yum. That's J-U-S-T-Y-E-M. And we'll always continue to give you a, a nice podcast to listen to. So I'll see you guys next week with a new podcast. Don't forget, be smart. Don't do anything stupid.